Shirts fans to episode number 185 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Once again, a big thanks as always to Pacifier for allowing us to use their song, Leave the Lights On, for the intro to this podcast. You can find Pacifier anywhere you get your music. And today we got a very special treat for you guys. We are going to be joined by Mr. Colin Stevenson. He covers the Rangers and the NHL for Newsday Sports. Today is just part one of our two-part conversation. Going to be getting into the Henrik Lundqvist situation. Has he played his last game for the New York Rangers? Going to be talking a little bit about the Rangers' upcoming free agency class. Who's going to stay? Who's going to go? And definitely going to be getting into the Rangers getting the number one overall pick in the draft lottery and kind of putting a percentage on how likely it is that they take Alexi Lafreniere with that number one overall pick. So like I said, this is part one. Part two will be up tomorrow. Enjoy. All right. And so without any further ado, let's go ahead and welcome our guest for today's episode. He covers the Rangers and the NHL for Newsday Sports, Mr. Colin Stevenson. Colin, how are we doing today? Oh, I'm, I'm doing very well. It's a nice day. The sun's shining, you know, uh, and, you know, what could be better? We're still in the hockey playoffs, so that's uh, it's all good. Exactly. And it's especially cool, you know, just the fact that we didn't even know for sure that this was going to happen this year. I mean, it was kind of 50-50 for a long time. And, uh, you know, the playoffs so far, I mean, fingers crossed, they've gone around, gone off without a hitch. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, they haven't had a I don't know that they've had a positive test since uh, since they went into the bubble. I know, you know, this, you know, Ranger fans, uh, the, the, the stay in the bubble was short, but there are still teams in the bubble, including, you know, that other team out on Long Island. So uh, um, but, yeah, no, it's uh, they, they've done a really nice job. I mean, I always like the NHL plan. Uh, the bubble idea, the concept, and uh, and the way they went about it, I thought was was uh, really good. I liked it better than the NBA plan, which um, you know seems to be working out fine as well. And you know, baseball, as we know, has had some trouble with you know with positive tests and stuff. And you know, we're all kind of waiting to see what happens with football and college football and all that kind of stuff. But the NHL, uh, I thought, put together a nice plan. They did a nice job. Uh, too bad for the Rangers that you know they didn't stay a little bit longer in the, in the bubble, but uh, I think it's, it's all, um, it's cool. I mean, it's nice to be watching hockey every night. It's funny because, uh, you know, when the Rangers were going into the playoffs here and obviously they're going to play the hurricanes and it's a team we've had success against in the regular season, not just this year, but for the last three years. Right. And, you know, there, there's a, there's a couple of people, um, you know, saying like, oh, well, you know, if they lose, they got a one in eight chance of winning the draft lottery. And I was saying, man, no, you don't do that. You don't, you don't root against your team. But we did get a heck of a consolation prize yes. after the Rangers yeah. got swept, Best did we not? Consolation. Best consolation prize ever. It was, um, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just as you, uh, you know, when they, when they started this, I mean, I was looking at this matchup and I'm saying, geez, if you would have asked me what team the Rangers wanted to match up with in the, in the first round in this, or in the qualifying round in this uh, NHL restart, it would have been the Hurricanes. They swept them in the regular season. And, um, you know, I just thought they had their number and, uh, you know, and, and whatever, it, it, you know, it, it turned out the way it turned out. And then you have a one in eight chance to, to get the number one pick overall in a year when the number one, um, prospect is is you know one of those truly special guys and yeah. uh and they you know lo and behold <laughs> you know they 
they they they get bounced, and then uh, you know, a couple of days later or a week later, whatever it was, they they get the you know the 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 greatest consolation prize you can imagine. So uh, <laughs> absolutely, interesting summer for them. Yeah. Um, now we'll get into the Rangers stuff in just a minute. I wanted to ask you about you know Henrik Lundqvist and the Rangers having the number one overall pick and all that good stuff. But first, I just wanted to kind of get this experience through your eyes because you're obviously used to covering the Rangers being right on top of this team being at the games. So what was it like uh, covering the Rangers in the playoffs, you know, during this pandemic, obviously these are crazy times we're living in, but you're basically just, uh, you know, working from home and, and watching on TV like the rest of us. Is that kind of how it went? Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, it, it, and I have to tell you, it was weird and it is weird. Um, still, I'm, 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 you know, after the Rangers got bounced, I, uh, I moved over and I'm helping out with the Islanders. So I'm still involved and I'm still, I'm still covering these games from my couch, um, which is just very, very, it's very different. Um, and it was, it was hard at first because, you know, you, you don't have access to all the information that, that you do when you're on site, you know, I mean, like just notes and things like that. Um, and then also you don't get to watch warmups, you know, uh, when you go to a, when you go to a game, you know, you're watching warmups. I mean, there, there are people to talk to scouts and, and people from other teams and stuff, which, which helps you with your knowledge and, uh, of the league and stuff. And you, you know, you don't have access to those people and then you don't get to watch warmups. So you don't see what lines are together. And, um, you know, when the Rangers first game, you know, uh, the first inclination, you know, the first I knew that, that Igor Shesterkin wasn't starting in the goal was when I, when I put on, you know, MSG's pregame show, and they told me, you know, I mean, yeah. normally uh, I would have been in the, you know, in the arena and, you know, would have gotten noticed that, you know, he had been a scratch or whatever. And um, so, you know, those are those are things that um, that were unusual and, and were sort of, um, you know, disconcerting, I, I guess. But, you know, again, you, you you realize that it's a special situation, right? It's a special circumstance. Um there are lots of people who have much bigger problems than I do um, as far as, you know, living through this pandemic. So you kind of roll with it and you just say, okay, we'll take a note. You know, this is a little weird. You know, let's hope that, you know, when this is all behind us, um, you know, things kind of go back to a little bit more normal than, you know, than, than this. So, you know, but it is, but so listen, one of the, one of the cool things or one of the, one of the things that's actually turned out to be a positive from a newspaper writer deadline uh, perspective is, um, you know, after the game, normally in a, in a game that they open the locker rooms five minutes after the game is over uh, and you're all the way in the top um, in the press, the press level, uh, which means you got to go get in an elevator and go downstairs and five minutes is, not a ton of time uh, if you're trying, you know, you get a tight game and it's a one goal game or it's an overtime game or, you know, it's a something where you, you know, you haven't filed your story before the, the, the buzzer and the buzzer ends and you got to wrap up, write those last couple sentences and then, you know, race off to the elevator and, and it's pretty stressful getting down there. Yeah. And obviously from home, I don't have to deal with that. So like, you know, when the game's over, um, I write my story and, then I get on the Zoom call. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's, a lot, it's a lot easier. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, listen, again, we're in a pandemic, you know, things are weird for everybody. You know, I don't really want to complain about it. But 
you know, I, I will say it's different because you don't have access to as many guys as you would have access to. You're not in a locker room. You know, you go into a locker room, you can talk to whoever's in a locker room. You know, where right, now, you can have free reign. Yeah, yeah, with the Zoom press conferences, um, you're obviously limited to whoever's in the conferences. So, you know, again, we're all we're all adjusting and um, we're all dealing with the realities that we're faced with. So, you know, for for you know, all things considered, mine isn't so bad. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Roman. Talking about ED isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my bojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com XXX and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. Today's episode of Locked On Rangers is brought to you by DoorDash. Between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Many of your local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. I want to ask you, uh, you know, you wrote a recent article on Henrik Lundqvist, and I realize, you know, neither one of us have a crystal ball or anything like that, but I mean... Do you think we've seen him play his last game as a Ranger? Is there any chance he could retire? Does he waive his <sighs> no-move clause? I mean, what, what do you think's next for the King? Um, tough one. Yeah, it's tough because I really don't know. But if if I had to guess, uh, I would say yes, he has played his last game as a Ranger. doesn't mean he's played his last game in the NHL um, or his last game. Uh, but I, I do believe that he's, he's played his last game as a Ranger. I think – you know, with the because of the pandemic, um, with the salary cap staying flat, um, as opposed to going up a couple million, it, it makes it very difficult for for the Rangers to carry a backup goaltender uh, at his salary at his yeah. salary cap hit. So, uh, you know, I, yes, they could do it. Certainly, um, we did uh, ask. Jeff Gordon, um, 
if there was any way he would carry three goaltenders again going into 2021. And he assured us, he said, nope, that is not the plan. They're going to have two goaltenders, which means, you know, if he's your, Igor Shesterkin is going to stay, obviously he's your number one. So one of Lundqvist or Alex Gorgiev is going to go. Now, Gorgiev is a restricted free agent with arbitration rights. So they do have to re-sign him and, they can't be sure that they have control over how much money they're going to pay him because an arbitrator could award him uh, more than they want to pay. So, um, so there is that to consider. So you could theoretically, at least, you know, with Lundquist, what he, what he's going to make and what, and what he, you know, what he costs under the salary cap and you can adjust accordingly with Gorgiev. You don't actually know. I mean, it could be a $2 million guy, could be a $1.5 million guy, could be a $3 million guy. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, I have to do some research and figure some stuff out, some comparables and things like that. But so there is a chance that yeah. they could keep Lundquist and, you know, get rid of Gorgiev. But I think it's a really, really small chance. I mean, you know, if you if you can have a guy on your team making, say, even two million uh, to be the backup, as opposed to a guy making, you know, a salary cap hit of eight point five million to be the backup. It's uh, you know, I'm not sure you want to do that. Yeah, and especially when Gyuryev obviously a lot younger than Lundqvist and probably has, well, definitely has a brighter future in the league, you know, at least has some upside there. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly, with Lundqvist, it's, you know, he would he could serve as a mentor to uh, to Shesterkin. I mean, he, you know, he was a guy that Shesterkin did look up to uh, when he was younger. Um, and so you could have that sort of mentor-student uh, relationship, and you could kind of rationalize that, I suppose. Um, but, I, you know, you also don't know how how a guy like Lundquist would, would adjust to being the backup. I mean, you know, yeah. if you're in a situation where, you know, listen, you're used to playing 60 out of the 82 games or 65 or 70 out of the 82 games. And now all of a sudden you're playing 25 out of the 82 games. I don't know how well, you know, you can expect Lundquist to adjust to that. So, I mean, there are some unknowns there. I mean, Alex... You know, Gorgiev, you know, we know has been a backup in this league. And um, so we, you know, we, we know what we're getting with him. I mean, you don't know what you're getting with Lundqvist. Yeah, uh, you touched on this briefly, but, uh, you know, obviously Shesterkin comes in. He replaces Henrik Lundqvist this season. You know, maybe Lundqvist could be back in kind of a mentor role next season. Uh, you know, you've been in that locker room with these guys. So, I mean, do you sense that there's a good relationship between Igor and Henrik? I mean, I know that. You know, maybe it's a little awkward because Henrik's this legend, this New York Ranger legend, and then this kid comes in and, and basically just takes his job. But, I mean, what, what's the relationship like there? Have you picked up on anything being in there? No, I haven't really. Um, <laughs> I think it is an awkward situation. It's always an awkward situation. I don't know that Lundquist was, was terribly close with Gorgiev. Um and I don't know that Gorgiev and and uh, and Shesterkin are close with each other. I mean, they're, you know, if you think about it, they are the same age. Uh, they're they're about, I think, well, I think Shesterkin's birthday is in December and Gorgiev's birthday is in February. So they're like, whatever that is, three months apart. Uh, they're both Russian, but they didn't know each other in Russia because they didn't play on the same um, youth teams, right? Because um they were in different birth years so they they were never in the same group it's not like they knew each other from national team training camp or tryouts or anything they weren't on the same teams so they didn't know each other until Shesterkin came to the rangers and i don't see them as having you know 
being buddy buddy or anything like that. And I don't see Lundquist as being buddy buddy with either of them. So I, I don't, you know, and it's not to say that they're not, it's not to say that right. they don't do wrong or they're not friendly, but I, I just don't, I don't see that sort of bonding relationship where, you know, two guys are really, really close. I don't see that at all. I, I think, you know, for Lundquist, it was an awkward situation. Um, he was the number one for so many years. Here came uh, first Gorgiev to come in. Um, and I don't know that he's seriously pushed him. But, you know, remember last season, at the end of last season, uh, Gorgiev got more and more time uh, as the season wore on and the Rangers fell further out of the, the playoff race. Um, it became an opportunity for them to, to have Gorgiev play a little bit more. And, you know, Lundqvist wasn't able to – you know, get some things that normally would be, you know, he, he didn't play a lot toward the end. So I think that was a, a difficult time for him. Uh, and I, I think it was awkward for him, you know, to be around Gorgiev. I don't think, like I said, I don't think that there is any animosity between him and those other two guys, but I don't necessarily think that he's been kind of the big brother that puts his arm around him and says, you know, hey, here's here's how you do this. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein and energy bar that I have ever had. It's kind of hard to explain. You just have to experience it for yourself. It's got real chocolate, amazing flavors, and unlike a lot of other protein bars, energy bars, you don't need a gallon of water to get rid of that weird, funky aftertaste that sometimes comes with the other bars. It's just good, and it actually kind of tastes quite a bit like a candy bar. It has an amazing combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. There are no crazy additives, and if you compare it to the most popular men's bar, Cliff, it is half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. How can it be that good and taste that good? I don't know. You just got to try it for yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off of your first box at BuiltBar.com. Once again, use promo code Locked On and get ten dollars off your first box at www.builtbar.com. Shifting gears just a little bit here. Obviously, the Rangers. A couple weeks ago, they get the number one overall pick. They had a one in eight chance. It came up Rangers. Everybody's happy. Uh, what was your reaction? Where were you when you saw the draft lottery and you see that Ranger ping pong ball? You know, rise to the top of the lottery machine. There. What was that like? I, I literally couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, I was, I, I was at home, you know, I mean, we didn't go to the bubble and, and um, I don't even know where the, where the draft was. I, I guess the commissioner would have been in Toronto. Um, the teams who were um, involved in the, in the lottery, that second chance lottery, if you will, had all been eliminated. So they were all home. Um, there was no central place. It's not like a normal draft lottery. And even the normal draft lottery, they, you know, you're, you cover that from home anyway. You don't you don't go to the lottery. Um, so I was there and I'm watching this thing and to see the Rangers logo pop up was just uh, I'm telling you unbelievable. I mean I I, I was convinced that that it was going to be the Penguins because Same. the Penguins always always seem to get you know whenever there's a special player out there in the draft uh, and they happen to be in in you know dire straits and in need of a special player. They always seem to get them, whether it's you know Lemieux or you know Crosby, and, you know even the year before Crosby and the, you know when they got uh, Malkin with the second pick overall. So, um, you know, I was convinced it was going to be them. I mean, you know, as a team that's that's aging, you know, they're still good. And you know, if, if you're the NHL and you're gonna you know wink wink, you know, 
encourage the the ball to fall one way or the other. You thought it would go to to, to the Penguins. I just wasn't prepared for the Rangers to win it, and and uh, I just didn't know what to think. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and you mentioned the Penguins, and you know, every time there's a generational talent available, it seems to go to them. And you know, what better way for the NHL to kind of? I mean, Crosby and Malkin are still great players, but what better yeah. way to kind of to kind of breathe new life into them? Oh, hey, here's this generational talent, this 18 year old kid who's just phenomenal, and uh, he can jump on one of the the left wing for one of you guys. Right, and and you know, they could like kind of groom him, and and yeah. I think also he played he plays for the same team that Crosby played for in juniors. So, I mean, you know, it would have been, it would have been a, a storybook uh, finish there if, uh, if he had ended up uh, going to Pittsburgh, but, but he didn't, you know, now he's going to be in, in Ranger blue and he's going to be playing in the garden whenever they return to the garden. Um, whenever that season starts, it's, you know, that the NHL is talking about, you know, they, they hope it would start December 1st, but you know, who knows? So, but in, you know, whenever it does start at any rate, you know, he's going to be at the garden and, and not at the PPG paints arena or whatever, whatever the Pittsburgh arena is called these days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, now I've been saying on my show, previous episodes, I've been putting it kind of like a 99.9% chance that the Rangers end up, you know, hanging on to that first pick and taking Alexi Lafreniere. Uh, would you agree with that percentage? Is there any minuscule chance that the Rangers throw us a curveball and do something different? Uh, maybe deal away that number one pick. I mean, I don't think there is, but maybe, maybe you have a different opinion. Um, I, I agree with you. I think 99.99% uh, that they'll, okay. they'll Lafreniere. Um, you know, if you were on the Zoom call with uh, John Davidson and Jeff Gordon, um, John Davidson is a former media guy, so he, he understands what us media types uh, need when we ask questions. And he's, he's a little bit more willing to kind of uh, give us information and, and show us what he's thinking. And, um, and, and Jeff Gordon's great with us too, by the way, don't, don't get me, don't get it twisted. Uh, I, I love Jeff Gordon as well, but yeah. you know, whereas Jeff Gordon is like, Hey, listen, we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll go over our options and, and so on and so forth. Uh, JD was like, yeah, wink, wink. We're going to go over our options. Um, you know, but I can tell you. So anyway, he just kind of gave us the impression that, yeah, of course we'll, we'll investigate you know, whatever possibilities are, are in front of us, but you know, it, it would, it would take something truly special to, you know, I can't even imagine what it would take to, to give that up. Um, somebody I read some, I read somewhere, I don't know if it was Larry Brooks or if it was some other speculation that, you know, maybe if Ottawa were to offer up um, the Kachuk kid, um, I it's suppose Brady, right? Brady Kachuk. Yeah, yeah, it's Brady. I get them mixed right? up sometimes. Yeah, I think it's Brady. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he and he played he played for uh, David Quinn, obviously at at, at BU. Um, I suppose. I mean, I suppose that they'd have to consider that. I mean, he is a he is a great player. He is a, um, a player who offers them something that they don't have, which is a, a, a super skilled player with you know who's just a pest and has that snarl. Um, you know, Brendan Lemieux has that sort of snarl and that sort of, you know, agitator factor, but he's not quite the player that, um, that Kachuk is. And so, I mean, I suppose if Ottawa were to, were to offer him up and, you know, I guess you'd have to consider it, but I, I, you know, I think the odds of that are, are not great. So, uh, you know, absent that, I don't, I don't know what, 
auto, you know, yeah, they have two first round picks. They have two lottery picks. They have two top five picks, but there's a big gap between Lafreniere and everybody else. I mean, even though it's supposed to be a good draft and a deep draft, and there's going to be lots of players there. Um, I think if you're the Rangers, you take the best guy, which is Lafreniere by far. All right, once again, a big thanks to Colin Stevenson for joining the show today. And like I said in the intro, that is just part one of a two-part episode. We will have the second half of our conversation with Colin in tomorrow's episode, so definitely be sure to come back for that. For any video game players out there, you might also be interested to know that EA Sports just revealed the cover athlete for NHL 21. It is going to be Alex Ovechkin on the cover. Uh, No arguments here. Obviously, one of the biggest stars in the NHL. And as far as I know, there isn't any sort of NHL curse the way there is with the Madden curse. For anyone who's unfamiliar with that, basically what happens is every time a football player graces the cover of Madden, they end up either having a really bad season the next year or their team just really struggles, or they get injured. Something bad happens. To my knowledge, that does not exist with the NHL cover. But again, definitely a solid pick here by the NHL, going with Alex Ovechkin, one of the biggest stars in the league. But that will do it for today. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you would like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time.